people are busy. So the more time you give people, the better. So I like to think about my affiliates months out. For me, affiliates aren't a very vital part of my launch. That advice is for anyone who also doesn't have a massive audience, who isn't consistently growing their audience. I think affiliates are a top priority for you. And again, we'll come back to relationships. This means really focusing on your relationship strategy this year. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. So, oh, where do I start? I We got a great question come in about launching. And so I, I definitely want to take my time today to answer that question. But I also think it's interesting timing because I got to say, I have been thinking about my own launches this year. I'm moving into 2024 so much slower than I ever have before. I'm not going to lie. This is not a, <laughs> this is not an intentional choice. This is not a strategic choice. This is purely just like not being able to do more than what I'm doing choice. I just have not, I don't know. I just didn't come into 2024 with the full force of the new year. Like I typically do. I felt extra tired. I've also had like a few nothings wrong at all, but I've had, I had an operation last week. That's actually why I skipped a couple episodes again, unintentionally, but I didn't have time to plan ahead for these things. And, um, so I, I'd skipped a couple episodes last week. Um, I've just felt a little bit more overwhelmed than I typically do. So I have really tried to rethink my launching structure this year because I don't want to be, to get as burnt out by them right now. I think that the reason I don't think you have to be burnt out by your launches. I know that launches have kind of, of a reputation. I don't think you have to all launches burn everyone out. I think that I was not just doing launches. I think I was also doing summits and I just did so much last year that I don't think that I, I gave myself enough time to fully rest. Um, I did vacation last year, but I was working on my vacation. So it's like, I don't know. I just put way too much into my schedule last year. And I'm, I, I think there's some burnout <laughs> that's happened as a result of that. And I'm trying to figure this out. So all of that to say, I give you that backstory because launching has been on my mind. I've been asking myself questions around how can I change how I launch? How can I mix things up? Not just for myself, but for my audience. Um, what can I be doing differently? Do I want to be launching the same things? Am I launching a new product? Like I've just really been taking the time to look at the systems I have online and looking at, look at them from all different angles and just really decide what I want to keep doing this year, what I need to change and how I want to be selling. So all of that to say, as I'm having this conversation, I get a great question, which is the question we're going to be answering today. And it almost felt like, you know, when, when people, you know, the whole, I don't know if this is, I, I just, I don't know if this is actually related, but I feel like what tends to happen is I will sometimes get questions and problem solving calls inside of the go-to coach club. 
that I'm like, wow, it's weird this person is asking this question because I am experiencing some of this in my personal life or because this is coming up in my life as well. It's like, it's almost like there's a mirror happening at all times. And I'm sure someone, a life coach or a mindset coach or spiritual coach out there is going to say that's exactly what's happening. But I found this question so fascinating because it seems like the way this person is asking this question is this is how I used to deal with launches years ago. I'm now, I now look at it completely different, but now I'm moving into a new, a different level of launches. So the evolution of launching, just so you know, how whatever stage of business you're in as you listen to this, like you are going to launch differently a year from now. You're also going to launch differently five years from now. Like there's so much evolution that we all have as business owners. But I do find that many people go through this phase right here that this, that this, um, listener wrote in about. And I thought it was a pivotal, a pivotal question to ask and to discuss. So today's question. Wow. Look at that. I took four minutes to explain the question we're going to go into. My goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, hopefully that was all relevant to everyone. Okay. So here's the question. I'll shut up now. The question is, I'm about to start launching in a couple of weeks, and I'm wondering what I should be doing right now for my pre-launch. I have launched in the past, but my social hasn't yielded enough for my launch, and wondering what I did wrong. I, of course, have so many things to do because launches can be so hectic, so hoping this is a simple answer. Ideally, I can understand the importance of things since I am not sure I'll be able to get everything done this time. I think what she means there is, I ideally I can understand the priorities of things, right? Because I can't do it all. So what should I be doing? Like what, what are, what, the, what are my non-negotiables? I think is what she means there. I'm still working on my webinar and assume that is the most important thing. I'll have that done the week before my launch and I'm considering that top priority. Launches feel really stressful for me every time and I never hit my sales goals. So I would love any insights into what I am doing wrong. Gosh, there's, this is, like I said, such a great question with so many different layers here. The first one that I, I just kind of want, I'm not going to talk about this on this episode, but I want to point this out here. Right at the beginning of the question, she says, um, I've launched in the past, but my social hasn't yielded enough for my launch and wondering what I did wrong. You probably haven't done wrong, anything wrong. Can I just say, I think that there's some expectations here around the role social media plays in your launches that might not be true. I would listen to the last quickie episode that I did where I'm speaking to um, why your social is not for growing your email list. Hot take, unpopular opinion, just a warning there. But but I think it, it applies to this conversation as well. So I would definitely check that episode out. But let's definitely dive into this question about launching. So like I said, great question. Whew, I feel like... I might pop some launch bubbles here, if I'm being honest, and I, I just want everyone to brace themselves. First of all, there are a lot of things that go into a successful launch. The specificity of your audience, your offer, your sales emails, the timing, the relevancy, your affiliates and who is helping you promote, how warm your audience is, literally so many things. Your social media content, which is what this person is asking about, right? Which tells me it's something that they believe might be the key to success here, right? But again, this is the belief that they have. But the truth is two weeks out from a launch, your social media content isn't what's going to make the difference for you. Two weeks out from a launch, I find things are most effective if you are going into a launch promo period. So 
let's just like put some numbers here. For me, two weeks out from a launch means two weeks out from day one of whatever the sales event is that you're using to sell your product. So this person has a webinar, she said. So for me, I am thinking if you are two weeks out from your launch, you are 14 days out from day one of your webinar. So let's put together a little bit of a timeline here. For me, 10 days out from day one of my webinar is when I start promoting my webinar. This is also when I have a list of hopefully about 10 affiliates promoting with me. And they also start promoting or they have that, that's when their time frame starts. They typically don't, they don't promote as much as I do. I usually have a very specific ask for my affiliates. Um, some people ask their affiliates if they'd be open to emailing their list twice. I actually so far only ask my affiliates to email their list once. And then if they want to do anything extra, that's up to them. But the promo period for them when they can start reaching out to their list is 10 days out from day one of my webinar. So that 10 days out period, that's a big, that's like the start of something. That's the start of promotion. And in terms of my content, my content is really sharing concepts that I'll be elaborating on inside of that webinar. I'll also be sharing some of the behind the scenes of preparing for that webinar just to kind of build buzz and kind of show people like what, what I'm doing, how I'm filling my time. If I'm creating slides, I'll, I'll like show my slides, get really excited about one of the things we'll be covering. Like I'm taking people kind of on a, on a journey with, with me, right? I'm creating FOMO and I'm building buzz around it. I'm also tapping into the relatable circumstances people who need this webinar will be in. So you might not know what that means. So let's break this down. For example, my last webinar I did was called the 38-Minute Content Solution. And that's really for the people who need to be strategic with their content, but in way less time. So I'm thinking about what it looks like for business owners with no time. And I'm creating funny reels around that. And let's be real here. I know this feeling very well because I experience this as well. I'm also a very busy business owner who doesn't feel like they have time for their marketing most of the time, right? So I create content that kind of makes fun of that experience or lovingly pokes fun of that experience, I like to say. And I'm helping their audience see themselves in my content, laugh at themselves with my content, as well as relate to me as someone who gets them right? And then as I do that, I am promoting the solution to this problem, which is the webinar, my 38-minute content solution, right? So when they see this, that I that I get them, right? That, they, that I get the experience that they're having in, the webinar feels like a no-brainer for them, right? Because they're like, oh my gosh, that's so me. Ooh, here's the solution from someone who actually gets it. So 10 days out from my, from day one of my webinar, that's really what I'm doing with my content. I'm being relatable. I'm bringing people behind the scenes on the creation of this webinar, of this big event that's happening, anything that feels relevant there. And I am sharing concepts that I will be elaborating on inside of that webinar. And then as well, my affiliates in the background, at least 10, hopefully, that's my, always my, my goal. Um, at least 10 are shouting me out to their email list and maybe their social media about how they absolutely need to attend this free webinar that's going to be happening. Okay. Now that means I'm not thinking about growth during this time. It's too late for that. 
The only growth that is happening is affiliates promoting my webinar and new people discovering me and my webinar through the, the affiliates. And because of my affiliates recommendation of me, the people that decide to come to the webinar thanks to my affiliates recommendation are likely already warm. I mean, of course, they might not buy. I'm not saying that, but like, you know, there's, there's a timing, there's price, there's product, there's all reasons, all all kinds of reasons they might not want to buy. But in terms of who I am as a person, even though they just met me, thanks to the recommendation from this affiliate, they're, they already feel good about me, which is the only thing I can do at that point. Right. So all of that to say, I think that this person should really be asking, what am I doing three months out from launch? So I hope I just answered this person's question around what to focus on right now with their social media content. But I think it's important to talk about the months leading up to this point since the person is confused about priorities and what they should be focused on right now. So I hope that this might answer that question. And again, I'm a little worried I'm going to be, you know, popping some launch bubbles here, but I will also wrap this up at the end around why this isn't this, this might feel like, oh no, I did it all wrong. That's really not what I'm trying to do here. But I do was, want us to get on the same page and then we'll talk about how to make this a success at the end. Even if it is feeling like, oh shit, well, now I have like two, da- two hours before my launch. <laughs> like I'm fucked, right? We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. So let's talk about what we're doing a few months out. Here's probably how I'd break this down. The first priority for me, I agree 100% is your webinar topic and how it it aligns with what you sell. This is the first thing you are doing. And I do worry very much that this person is still deciding what this is two weeks out because it means to me that if this person has affiliates, they're not prepared to promote you, right? This person hasn't been seeding this topic on their social. They haven't been positioning themselves in expertise on this topic, maybe because they didn't know what the topic was yet, right? So they, they it hasn't been seeded, right? Uh, they also probably haven't been doing growth work around this topic. So I do worry about this slightly um, because, or maybe you generally position yourself as, as someone who knows about this topic, but not specifically, which again, okay, that's not, not necessarily the end of the world. But again, like I, I do think that your launch is going to be, you're going to set yourself up for success the more specific that you are months leading up to it versus just a couple of days. Now, the good news here is launches are a repeatable process. So you're going to learn a lot from this one and we'll probably be way ahead for the next one. But I just think that we need to be kind of honest, right? No, like trying to figure out what your webinar topic is two weeks out from your launch is a little like that is going to feel like you're flying by the side, the seat of your pants a little bit. And it's not going to feel good regardless of whether or not it's successful or not. It's not going to, you're going to feel stressed. This is going to be overwhelming for you. So for me, the highest priority is knowing the topic and what you're talking about. The second priority for me, and again, this is happening months, three months out at least is affiliates. I'm asking affiliates to be affiliates at least three months out. Last year, I asked all of my affiliates to be affiliates for the following year in December before that year even started. And the reason is because I wanted to give everyone enough time to plan for it, to put it on their calendar, you know, to actually have space reserved for me so that they didn't forget and put something else there. 
People are busy. So the more time you give people, the better. So I like to think about my affiliates months out. For me, affiliates aren't a very vital part of my launch, especially for the, that, that advice is for anyone who also doesn't have a massive audience who isn't consistently growing their audience. I think affiliates are a top priority for you. And again, we'll come back to relationships. This means really focusing on your relationship strategy this year. Now, the third priority for me is pitching the topic of the webinar to podcasts and other growth opportunities so that you are getting in front of new audiences leading into your launch. And let me be clear here. You are thinking about growth all year round, but when you are six weeks to 12 weeks out from a launch, you really do want to be seen as the expert on that topic, right? So think of anyone right now, even Amy Porterfield right now. She's talking so, I mean, she talks about email list growth a lot, right? But one of her, there's a course or a lead magnet or there's something where she, she like or a webinar she does every year. I can't quite remember what it is, but it is centered around growing her email list. So even though she just taught people, there was a course she just launched about building an online course. Now she's talking about email list growth. I'm going to bet you anything. She's going to be launching something email list growth related right? Same with Shailene Johnson a few years ago. She started talking a lot about ADHD. Um, She ended up launching something for people with ADHD, right? And the reason this is happening is because yes, they are growing their audience all year round, but when they're gearing up for a launch, they want people that come into their audience to come into their audience on the topic of the thing that they are going to be selling. And the reason that they want that to happen is because they want it to be easier to warm them up by the time the sales period happens. So if I come into someone's audience because they talk about VIP days, but then in a month they start selling I don't know, a marketing course that has nothing to do with VIP days. I'm warm to them for VIP days. I'm not warm to them for the other topic, right? It doesn't mean I won't buy the other topic. It'll just be a harder sell for me because I'm not in that headspace with them yet. But if they instead brought me in through VIP days and then sold me something about VIP days, I'm way more likely to get excited about that because that's the whole reason I wanted to be in their community in the first place. Right. So this is just a more specific way to think about growth as it pertains to what you are selling. You should be growing all year round. Of course, we talk about this all the, all the time. But if you have the bandwidth to think ahead about this and can do a podcast tour or something three months out before your launch, make the interviews, the topics around the thing you're going to be, you're about to be selling so that those people are warmer around those topics once you get to that sales period. Okay, quick recap before we talk about what our priorities are two months out. So when you are three months out, the thing that I'm really thinking about is the topic of my webinar and how, uh, how it aligns with what I sell. I'm thinking about the affiliates that I am making and I am making invitations to those affiliates. And I am thinking about some kind of a growth effort, like, like pitching to podcasts and things like that, which I hope you're doing all year round. But now the effort is really pitching the topics that is related to the thing that I'm about to be selling. So now let's shift to what's happening two months out, right? So that was about three months out. And again, please be loose with these timings. Like this is how it's easier for me to think about it three months, two months, one month out. (laughs) That's how my brain works. It's easier for me to conceptualize this and visualize this. But for you, if it's like, if it's like 13 weeks or 13 and a half weeks or 14 weeks, like whatever works for you works for me. 
the the point is these focuses should be somewhere in your timeline. That's really what I want you to take away from this. Okay. So for me, two months out, now I'm really thinking about the nurturing side of things. So I'm asking myself, how can I have more conversations with my audience? Now, I think I'm going to do an episode on nurture events. If I get enough people asking me for it, hint, hint, DM me right now and let me know. But this is essentially what I'm doing. I'm trying to have conversations with the people inside of my community. In fact, I just did this with my email list. This week, I'm writing an email on content and I'm inviting people to text me a certain word. And by doing that, they're going to join my text list, which is awesome, by the way. But also for a limited time, I'm going to check out their content and give some content ideas. Hint, hint. I'm not telling you what that word is. Because if you are my target audience and you should be on my email list, which if you're listening to this, you probably should be, I want you to join my email list to get that word because there's some good fucking shit over there and there's even better shit on my text list. Actually, it's not true. It's not better. It's different, but it's, it's, they're both good, right? But this is part of nurturing, right? I want you to find the, find yourself in the places where my nurture events are happening because that's how I'm going to build relationships with you right? So you can go to my show notes to join my email list if you want to know about future text list opportunities like this. But this is an example of a nurture event. It's a, It's got a time frame around it. And there's a reason for people to break the ice with me, right? They're going to have to basically have a conversation with me. I'm not going to sell to them in this conversation. I'm going to give them genuine value. And this is going to build relationships and is quite pivotal leading up to a launch. So when I get to two months out, that's really what I'm thinking about. How am I nurturing my people? How am I having as many conversations as possible with my people? And I'm probably going to have more than one of these. My content is also going to shift at this time as well. I'm probably going to tell my story a little bit more. I'm going to be a little bit more personal, maybe a little bit more vulnerable. If it aligns, I'm going to be a little bit more behind the scenes. And all of that, again, because people just feel closer to you when they feel like they know you, right? So I'm really thinking about the relationship my audience has with me two months out. So like I said, in month two, that is my biggest focus, right? I'm still doing all the other things. I'm still probably getting on podcasts that I set up in in the three-month-out period. My affiliates might be asking me questions. I'm still going to you know, be thinking about their affiliate promo packet. Like I'm, that's all still going on, but the, the, the ball has already started rolling on those thanks to the previous month. Now my big focus is nurture events. Okay. So now I'm going to get to one month out. My big priority is really just building buzz around my webinar, right? I'm, you know, let's just say if I'm one, if I'm in the month of my launch, right? Uh, Let's say I probably have like two weeks before my launch event. And then I'm going to have like seven days of selling, right? Let's just say that that's how my timeline works out. So right now is really the time for me to be really buzzy around my webinar. I'm sending special invitations to people I think absolutely must be there. My affiliates have received their promo packet and they're ready to promote. I might start a countdown on my Instagram stories. I'm just really excited about my webinar and my audience is feeling that energy. My audience is also feeling in connection with me because I've done a few nurture events and I'll probably do one more leading up to the launch, right? Like I think I've talked many times before I do a Q&A textless party like days before day one of my webinar. That's one of my launch strategies, right? And also gets me to talk to you and get to know you a little bit better. Even if you don't become a client, 
I want to know who you are and how I can actually support you, right? It, it offers market research for my content as well. So it's highly valuable thing to do, especially right before a launch period. Now, during this month, I probably will also have new people joining my email list because my affiliates will be promoting. And that's really what's happening at this point. So again, Three months out, we've got our webinar, we've got our affiliates, and we've, we're thinking about growth. Two months out, we're really thinking about nurturing. And one month out, we're really thinking about building buzz around our webinar, being the solution to the problem, and of course, sales. So in terms of content in this month, I'm really turning up the volume on testimonials and case studies, right? I'm really showing people how this solution works. And I'm being a little bit more salesy for a week or so, you know, and that's totally fine. I'm creating FOMO. I'm, I'm sharing screenshots of people loving the webinar and being like, what are you thinking? Why haven't you signed up for this webinar? Here's the link. I've got two more days. Here's what everyone's saying. Like I'm really into promo period this month. So that's really how the launch period evolves, right? But that last week or sorry, that last month, like I'm, I'm now in the zone. I'm not really thinking about all of the setup stuff that this person asked for, that's kind of what I was doing earlier. Now I am just making the experience of this webinar the best that it possibly can be. I'm focused on delivering a great experience for my people. I'm focusing on making sure as many people as possible are on this webinar, webinar and they know it's freaking awesome. And I'm just putting on a great event right? I'm putting on a great show. That's what's happening. Otherwise, if I don't think about it this way, it can get really overwhelming for you and kind of unpleasant. <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder people hate launches. The benefit of your content is in the months leading up to it, not in the last few weeks. So there really should be less pressure on social content the weeks of your launch. So I share this because, and I actually think you should write this down, what you do the week of your launch is not what makes your launch a success. It's what you do in the months leading up to it. And if you are doing the math with me right now, which I hope you are, that means for most of us anyway, we're in a launch all of the time. And that is not said to exhaust you. Actually, it's the opposite. I hope it takes some of the pressure off because if we are always in a launch, if we're always thinking about great affiliates and how to build relationships with them, if we're always thinking about nurture events and growing your audience, right? When it comes time to six weeks before a launch or in this person's situation, two weeks before a launch, you're not going to feel like you're scrambling because so much of that foundation is already taken care of thanks to your good marketing habits. And when we're thinking of things like this, all of this launch prep is actually bite-sized and consistent, and it's way easier to make a launch sustainable. So to answer this person's question, the good news is that there is nothing to stress about right now with regards to your content. Your social content isn't going to make a big difference in your launch right now. Your webinar and the experience you create for the people who show up will. So focus on that webinar, just like you said you were going to. Make those sales emails freaking fantastic and follow up with your affiliates to make sure that they've got everything that they need to promo you. Those are definitely the strongest players in this game right now. Some more good news is all of the work that you do for this launch can be reused. So if you feel like you're putting a lot of time into this, you probably are, but you can reuse it next time because it sounds like you're creating some of this stuff from scratch. Now, the bad news, it sounds like there wasn't much of, of a foundation built here. So this launch might not, 
or this launch might feel a little overwhelming for you. Take note of how this webinar converts, how your emails convert, what messaging makes a difference, and use that data for the next time. Consider this a workshop for future launches. It doesn't mean this won't be a success or you won't make sales. I'm not saying that, but it might it might not feel great while you do it. And we definitely need to address your personal experience as you launch. There's going to be so much to learn from this. And you truly will feel like a completely different business owner by the end of it. And for that part, I'm excited for you. But launches are not two-week-long things. They are months-long They're ongoing, as I said inside of this episode. They are intentional. There are layers. And they truly are built on the back of the relationships you build. And relationships do not happen overnight or in two weeks, right? So my hope is this gives people some structure around what to focus on so that they're not rushing through a sales period like I think, unfortunately, this person might be. And they're not setting themselves up for a stressful experience, which I'm picking some stress up from the question. So let me know if this is helpful. Like I said, I know I feel like I'm popping some launch bubbles out there, but I I feel like this is my honest response. And I, and I always want to be honest. If you did write in, please let me know if this was helpful. And also if you want an episode on nurture events, that is probably my favorite topic to talk about. Go to coach club members are going to be getting a whole class on this. Um, but for anyone else, who won't be getting that class because they're not in the club, either join the club or yeah, let me see how much, how much requests I get about nurture events. I have invited people to, to have an episode of nurture events in the past. I didn't get a ton of response for it. So I never created it. So that's why that was never created, even though I thought I would do that episode. So yeah, I definitely value your feedback here. Uh, and I'll look for you in my DMs if that's something that you're looking for. All right, my friends, happy launching, happy continued 2024 planning if you're anything like me and taking it a little bit slower this year. And I will see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.